Yes, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yeah, my name is Leith and I'm a millennial. So let's get this party started right and quickly. But before I can do that, I gotta give a big shout out, a warm shout out to Brunching. We just wrapped it. We just finished recording it. We had an amazing time today. Ashley and Terry was like in one corner in the red Chicago Bulls jersey. In the other corner, we got... Because it was, it was a lot for one-on-one. So we, <laughs> I need you to go and listen to that. So if you have not had the pleasure of listening to Brunching, please make sure that you go and you listen to it. It's on all major podcasting platforms. And and somebody sent me something, so I was super excited. And I got something. So shout out to Patrick Whitney, by the way. He is the true, real MVP. He sent me over a bottle of One Rock Vodka. Thank you, Ashley, for correcting me. And it's One Rock Vodka. And it is internationally acclaimed. It's a small batch vodka. Amazing. He sent me a big bottle. 750 milliliters. So he sent me a big bottle of it. It is super premium. And it's amazing. It is made here in the good United States of America. It was good. And I've actually mixed it with pina colada mix. Because that's the only juice that I had in my house. Because I listen. I'm, I'm a lightweight. I'm not a, I'm not a beast. Okay, I cannot drink vodka straight up. Like, I I just can't. It's a lot. But this actually wasn't that bad. Even when I did taste it straight, it actually went down very smoothly. So, I I mean, if you're over the age of 21, I recommend you try it. Um, You know, make you some good little mixed drinks. So, if you want to just drink it straight, you can because... This was this was really good, and I, I really enjoyed it quite a bit. So again, shout out to Patrick Whitney, and shout out to One Rock Vodka for sending this for making such an amazing, amazing product because it it truly is. So if you are of of age, make sure you go and try that. So now that I'm not promoting anything else, okay, all right, I'm not promoting anything else. Let's move on to the top ten trending topics of the week. Alright, so here it is. We have a couple that named their babies, twin babies. They are from India, COVID and Corona. And I told you it was coming. A lot of people were saying Corona Lachey and all of that. But no, they actually named their baby COVID and Corona. And there's some people out there that are saying, oh, their names is cute. They really cute. Corona mean crown. I'm like, no, no. But if you put them together, it means virus. Okay, so them together, they mean virus. Separate, Corona means crown in Spanish. It's just nice. No, no, no. We do not name your kids after a virus. Okay, I'm going to need y'all to not name your kid after a virus. Because we're going to have a lot of kids out there. We're going to have gonorrhea. We're going to have syphilis. Okay, and and I need for y'all to, to not. Okay, I, I don't. We're not. Stop it stop it's not it's not cute no no covid is cute no it's not who if you ever met a covid in your whole life have you ever met a covid in your whole life that you knew was covid probably not even though we've had 20 of the covid strains but we didn't know that you know what i mean the regular population we didn't know that so don't name your kids after viruses i don't care if you know, you say, well, you know, we named uh, we named her Sophisalis, but we just call her Phyllis. I nope, we not we're not doing that. Do not do that. Like we, mm-mm. no, 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 no. Mm-mm. 
And Kobe Bryant is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame along with Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan. So it was amazing to see his his wife and his daughter. Uh, actually, they were on, I believe it was ESPN, and they were kind of like talking about it. It's sad to see that he wasn't here to actually see him himself get inducted into the hall of fame but it's great to see them carry on his legacy and a landlord is actually waiving the rent of 200 of his tenants amid the pandemic he says he just wants everybody to be healthy listen mortgage companies and rent out there if y'all just want to do it like don't 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 have us call you just do it like nike just do it you know and then you could say hey we waived your rent i don't think there would be anybody anywhere that would say hey i don't want you to do that don't you ever do that like i don't think you would ever have those problems i'm just saying so if you want to do it just do it and big ups to that landlord for stepping up and walmart and other stores are going to limit the amount of customers that come into the store i'm interested to see how this actually turns out because i was thinking that too like you're saying social distance but you got 150 motherfuckers in a store like that makes literally no sense and it's counterproductive now we'll see how this works because if you have people standing in the line outside it kind of still defeats purpose so let's see how this pans out i think they should maybe just kick it all together and just have the people just deliver all the food like just go online get what you want have all the people just deliver the food i think that'd be that'd be dope if you can just get your food delivered for a little while but we'll see what happens with this one and pink and oprah are donating big to fight coronavirus pink donated a million dollars after her and her son contracted the coronavirus and now she wants to give back and oprah is actually donating 10 million dollars to the fight of the coronavirus so big ups to them and it's lots and lots and lots of other celebrities who are also donating and pink is a list of different celebrities who actually have contracted the coronavirus we also have the cdc now recommending that people wear masks and donald trump said I ain't wearing one though like you maybe y'all should wear them probably you know i mean i've been hearing things but i ain't gonna wear one it wasn't me like he said i ain't gonna do i ain't gonna do it i ain't gonna do it so i don't know how that listen listen when we had george bush right we had george bush and george bush would say stuff every now and again you know nuclear and all of that type of stuff and he would say stuff every now and again right it wasn't like every time he talked okay now it's like every time like we get something like every time like what did he just say run that back did he just say they it's people that's dying that ain't never died before like what 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 how many times do you die like it's just those types of things that is is happening um and i don't know what to do about it but i'm i'm, I'm concerned um yeah so hopefully maybe he won't be on tv quite as much i don't know how we get people to wear masks if the leader of the free world is saying you could wear it but I ain't gonna do it. You ain't gonna catch me doing it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So we'll see what happens with that. And let's talk about the coronavirus conspiracies. There's quite a few. 5G is one. And a lot of people, okay. So we talked about this a little bit on brunching. I get it. I get it. So a lot of different people in this country, for whatever reason, 
and in other countries have a reason to not necessarily fully trust the government okay because there's some people out there that are like it's been a lot of stuff that has happened in the past it wasn't they weren't really transparent they weren't really forthcoming so i don't really believe anything that comes from the government i get you okay but at the same time you gotta use some common sense as well I'm I'm not the person that's going to sit there and say, oh, I don't trust the this. I, that's just not me because I use a little bit of common sense. But if you're saying that the 5G and I've seen so many videos and tapes and well, not tapes, Lord Jesus, videos on Facebook and Instagram and posts on Twitter of people who are really just believing this to the point where I was like, you know what? I got to go find out what the fuck is this virus about? Like what, what, well, not what the virus is about, but what the fuck is this conspiracy about the 5G about? So I went and I looked and I dug and I dug and I dug and I was able to find that apparently, originally this conspiracy theory started because 5G has a shorter bandwidth, which means that it doesn't go, you have to have a lot of different like like routers or boxes around in order for it to have a very strong signal and so because of that you are going to have more of them and originally the theory was because you have so many of these 5g transmitters you are going to be letting off more radiation in these communities and people are going to get sick because the radiation is going to weaken their immune system and that is why people are getting sick so originally that is where the the conspiracy started right so that's what they had said now does it make sense no so we were talking about it on brunch and ashley said you know radiation it doesn't discriminate and i think people and i've said this in the past as well i don't think people realize that chemotherapy which uses radiation is brutal like it kills not just the cancer it kills cells inside of the body it is brutal so it's not going to gently you know disrupt your immune system and, and radiation doesn't care how healthy you are it's not how it works so with radiation it's going to disrupt it's going to kill cells. It's going to destroy cells just because that's what it does. So I, I don't know where you're getting the theory that the radio, because if, and it's also there's, they have the coronavirus in places that don't really have 5G. Some of them places still got, you got mail. Like they don't even have 4G. They don't even have 3G. They still dialing up. They are still turning on their computer from last week right now. And they got it over there. So you got to use some levels of common sense. I, I don't know. And let me move on from that because it, it has really got me heated in my mind. And Floyd Mayweather's daughter, Yaya, is in trouble for stabbing a woman over a guy. So we'll see what happens with that. I will say, ladies, ain't no man worth your freedom because now that you in jail, you're going to move on and go to somebody else. And Jazzy Jeff is doing much better after there was some talk that he may have had the coronavirus. He did a live DJ set on Saturday. So apparently he's doing much better. So I'm happy to hear that. Summer, summer, summertime. And Takashi69 is reportedly coming out with new music. 
he is going to be doing allegedly or according i guess we'll use allegedly according to hiphopdx.com he is plotting to do an album an english and spanish rap album or single stupid i'm not gonna let you get the chance so we'll see what we get treyway out of him lord help us lord help us because I she won the 69 like the Dodgy Garland Bobby. But this has been your top 10 trending topics of the week. All right, so we have a guest on today's show. So I'm I'm excited to have them him on today. But we have some very trying times, and I want to give you guys some information. I can't give you the information because I just I don't have the credentials to do that. So I wanted to talk to someone who is experienced with COVID-19, more familiar with it. So I have Army Medic, who is tasked with the COVID-19 response in Fort Hood on today. He's also an EMT. Rhodes, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing good. Today's my day off, so I'm trying to, you know, relax and <laughs> enjoy myself. So you're an amazing person because he's trying to relax, but yet he's, he's doing work in a sense. So other work on top of work. So we appreciate you coming today. So I want to introduce you to our audience. I gave like a brief high overview of you, but tell us a little bit about you, about your background, and then we'll get into the whole coronavirus. Uh, of course. So originally I'm from Idaho. Um, I grew up in a small country town in uh, central Idaho. Uh, I joined the army back in 2012. So I've been in almost about eight years. And from there I ended up going, uh, we're all medics are EMTs on the civilian side. And then we get more extensive trauma first aid, uh, combat medicine training from that point. Uh, so we're about at like a paramedic level. And then I went to South Korea for a year. Oh, wow. I was in Utah for three more years. And then I went to Germany for the next three years. Uh, I was in Vilsack, Germany with a 4-2 CAV. And then now I'm over here at Fort Hood uh, as a part of the hospital. And so that's why they've tasked us over to the uh, COVID-19 response. Okay. Awesome. Now, can you explain to people, we've been hearing about COVID-19. We've been hearing about the coronavirus. What is it? What is it? Is it a virus? Is it alive? Is it not alive? Can you explain to us what it is? Yeah. So uh, to start off with, thank you for calling it COVID-19. Not a lot of people are doing that. Uh, they just keep calling it the coronavirus or upon memes. They just call it Rona. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we do it too within the uh, treatment that we're doing. We'll just be joking. We're like, oh, you got the Rona now. But yeah. uh, I or appreciate Cardi you calling it. Yeah, coronavirus. right. <laughs> That's the only music allowed to be played in our drive-through is remixes of that song. That's it. <laughs> um, but thank you for calling it COVID nineteen, and yeah, so it, it's a virus, and viruses are they're they're organisms that are covered in a protein. So, and what they do is they get inside of our body, and then they kind of hijack cells, and then they multiply from there, and so they just keep going and going and going. Uh, viruses are not technically alive. They're not alive in the sense of the word that we know it to be. Okay. Um, they can't function without interacting with another living cell. So then they kind of take upon life. So they're not really dead. Um, other vaccines that we get, uh, the annual flu vaccine, those are dead viruses. Oh, wow. As in they're completely inert. They're, they have the characteristics of the virus so your body can see it. It's like 
seeing a dead animal for the first time, you, you see it and you're like, okay, I know what that is now. But okay. you didn't see it alive, so now you can identify it when you see it running around. That's kind of what the, vi- the vaccines do. Hmm, they know um, that. Okay. So they're, they're not technically, they're, they exist near the boundary between living and non-living. Um, so they're not technically alive. They're just waiting. But they have that, that shelf life period of staying on a surface for so long until they do end up just dying out entirely. Okay, so you can't, so it doesn't, we can't kill it, is what you're saying. So we can't kill the virus. No, so you, you can with uh, high concentrations of alcohol. Okay. Or bleach. So that's why uh, healthcare places, we constantly are washing our hands with alcohol based soap because mm-hmm. that'll kill it and get it off your hands. As well as when we wipe down all of our equipment, we use bleach okay. or bleach based wipes. Uh, they're specific medical wipes. And so those will like, kill the virus and remove it from the surface. Okay. So how long does it last? Like on certain surfaces? Like one of the questions that I was asked by or to ask to you or the professional that comes on, should mm-hmm. we be afraid to receive packages? Like if you get it from FedEx and it's coming from a place like, let's say, New York, should, what should our concern level be? Um, no, not necessarily. Uh, from what I've read and from what I've heard from other doctors that I work with, for certain objects, for the most, it can live up to some on something for a couple days. Okay. Um, and it kind of depends on what the surface is, varying from cardboard, porous materials to stainless steel. And it's going to live less on like a stainless steel surface. That's why most medical equipment, medical surfaces are stainless steel. Okay. But uh, like cardboard, not necessarily. I think it's a, uh, from what I've read, it varies on the source that you read. I think the longest that people have said it is like about three days. Okay. So there is a little bit of concern when it comes to certain stuff like that, depending on how fast it shipped, where it came from. But like people were worried about ordering stuff from China. Okay. It, it's not going to survive that long. It's not necessarily going to be that uh, long-lasting on the surfaces like that. Oh, okay. So you can still order stuff from Alibaba and all those websites and it's fine. Oh, yeah. I would, I would still order it, but and then just uh, show a little bit of caution and don't necessarily, like, wipe down the box, but okay. whatever you have before you use it and you pull it out of the box, wipe it down with, like, a Lysol wipe. Okay. Or you can be like me. I just, I only order alcohol, you know, and so I just pour <laughs> it out on the box. So see, I, I have a method to my madness. So. <laughs> modern problems require modern solutions. That, <laughs> there, like you, see, there you go. So what are the <laughs> symptoms you've been seeing? Like, what should we, because to me, I'm just going to be honest. It seems like everything is a fucking symptom of the coronavirus. Like it, it would seem, you know, it's the list started off like three things. Now it's like 50 things. Mm-hmm. How it, do you know? So that, that, so that is a, a point of contention, not contention, but frustration for us okay. where we're working because all it would take would just be looking up the CDC's website mm. and finding it on there because they're very forthright with the information on the the symptoms and the signs and symptoms and we get people every day with a itchy throat or you know they've had a cough for the past three months Mm -hmm. and they're coming through thinking they have it and that's just not necessarily how it works so the true symptoms of the uh, current COVID-19 is a cough so a productive cough 
So that means that you're actually coughing something up, some phlegm, mucus. Oh. Okay? Shortness of breath. Um, not necessarily if you go running upstairs and you feel short of breath. That just means you're out of shape and you need to go work out. Okay. Um, <laughs> shortness of breath is like, I'm sitting here with you right now doing this sentence. I would be putting effort into breathing. That would be true shortness of breath. And then with that, it's the cough, shortness of breath. And then um, just blank a little bit. I have about nine different things in my brain. So okay, no it's, problem. It's cough, shortness of breath, and fever. Sorry. Okay. And um, a true fever of like about 100 and over. Anything under 100 is a mild fever. But you should still be concerned if you start having a mild fever um, because it could get worse. Okay. So those are our three main guidelines. If you don't have a true productive cough and actual true um, sit, uh, shortness of breath and or a fever, we're not going to end up testing you. Okay. So that's that's an interesting thing because, like I said, I've heard a lot of people just say, like, you know, it, you can have a stomach ache and you can... Have... So a lot of those are coming from different people who, who are getting it and they're saying, you know, they're getting this, these kinds of symptoms along with it. Those aren't the symptoms of COVID-19. Those are just accompanied symptoms from other random stuff in the air. Oh. So you can get more than one thing when you get sick. And that's the problem with the, it's, it's a upper respiratory illness. It's a respiratory illness. So people are getting pneumonia on top of COVID-19. Okay. So COVID-19 doesn't cause pneumonia. Oh, okay. It just, it uh, exacerbates it. So people are getting pneumonia on top of COVID-19. It puts you in a very high risk for that already because it's a respiratory illness. Okay. All right. And if you hear it, it's a baby. It's a baby in the, in, he has a little baby. <laughs> that's that's what you hear. Yeah, little, little rotinless Rory. She's just spitting up everywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so those are the main symptoms. And we have people coming with all, all sorts of symptoms because either they're not doing their own research uh, before they come in. And honestly, we, we've had just random providers sending people in for no reason just to kind of cover their base. And we don't have enough tests to test every single person okay. that think they might have it. Okay, that that's also, uh, we've been hearing uh, <laughs> different things from different people about, you know, everybody can get a test. No one can get a test. Some people can get a test. So that's also, I think, some of the confusion as well. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that there, if you do not have those basic four symptoms and your doctor has not said like, hey, you know, you need to go to the emergency room, you should stay home. Yeah. So even if you do have those symptoms. Um, there's no real reason to get tested. Okay. So the, the testing is best benefit for asymptomatic patients, which means that they're not presenting with symptoms, which means they could just be walking around thinking they feel perfectly fine like I do now mm -hmm. and transferring it to all these people. So hopefully those people that may come in contact with someone else, they have the forethought to come in and get tested and we can catch them. If you already have the symptoms, you, there's there's nothing we can do um, besides identify that you have COVID-19. Okay. Because another thing with a virus, the, the way they work is some viruses you can use an antiviral and you can get rid of it. Mm -hmm. um, the coronavirus family, as well as just the flu in that family of the coronavirus, you can't kill with an antiviral. So really the only course is to write it out. 
That's okay. how, so when you get the flu and you start taking Mucinex and Sudafed and Tylenol and Advil and all these things, it doesn't get rid of the actual sickness that you have. It gets rid of the symptoms. So you feel better and you can function as a person, but your body is fighting that virus itself. Okay. So you just have to give your body enough time to fight it off. And that's why we're worried about immunocompromised people or people with uh, comorbid comorbidities because okay. their body can't fight it off. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I've been seeing videos going around on social media. How do they, because it looks like they stick a, like a swab all mm -hmm. the way up to past your, your brain and around the corner. <laughs> Is that how they truly test for it? Or is that just only so, some? I mean, kind of. There, there's two different tests. Okay. So uh, the test that a lot of people were using or a lot of places were using at first was that super long uh, nasal swab. Mm -hmm. um, and it does. It doesn't go, you know, quite to your brain. Uh, you make a left turn up there okay. and, you, and you bypass <laughs> the brain. Um, but it is very deep and it's very, very uncomfortable. Um, it's not painful, okay. but it is very uncomfortable, especially if you're already having symptoms or nasal issues. Um, you're super not going to like it. Okay. okay. <laughs> it, it's not going to be a fun experience. So, but they, a lot of places, especially uh, through the, uh, the military, we've transferred over to these uh, shorter nasopharyngeal swabs. Okay. So less uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just right inside the nose. It's not, it, it's a little bit past where you could like put your little finger. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just right inside. It's not anything too invasive. And it works exactly the same. It's just a little less invasive. Okay. So how can Americans keep safe in this in this pandemic? Like, what should we... Because I've seen a lot of people going out hoarding. Um, I, I, it's like the Tickle Me Elmo is out in... It's Christmas time back in the 90s. And they're <laughs> buying up all of the toilet paper and paper towels and anything paper related. What truly do we need to do to stay safe and keep our family safe? Um, as a lot of videos and people, and Samuel L. Jackson just put out a video the other day um, reading a fantastic book on it, uh, stay the fuck at home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's the best way to do it. If you need to go get stuff, go get it. Um, if you need to get food, like every day I have, I'm, I'm working in this parking garage for the drive-through clinic and so I go and get my food but we're not dining in of course because restaurants aren't allowed to do it so I have to go to Wingstop walk in grab my food and leave um that's fine okay that that's fine going to the store and getting stuff for your family also fine um even like the point of like going to a park okay going on a walk around the neighborhood that's also okay you can go outside and get some fresh air that's fine just don't congregate don't take your kid to the park and let them play on the playground because it doesn't get cleaned. Okay. So unless you're immediately going to wash your kids' hands. Like, my wife has been driving herself nuts because she's a stay-at-home mom anyway, so this whole quarantine's not new news. Okay. But she can't take our kids to the park. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she just lets them out in the backyard as long as she possibly can. And that's kind of the response that needs to happen. Just don't go out don't don't treat it like you'll be fine because you might be fine but someone else in your house or around you or someone else that you just meet at walmart they might not be okay so going to because you said you mentioned fast food like the the carry out because i'm in mm -hmm. maryland so we're we're on uh, shutdown or stay at home but most places are even around here in texas everyone is 
Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That, is that new? Because I thought Texas, you guys could kind of do what you want. It was the last week. Okay. Um, so different counties were doing it. And I think, what was it? A week and a half ago, um, Monday night at midnight, they, they put a isolated home order down. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. So it's, it's starting to spread a little bit because what communities were doing were there, where they were waiting for community spread. So enough people to get it. Okay. To justify themselves doing that. So once Bell County, where Fort Hood is, they were like, yeah, everyone sheltered at home. But then the army was a little slow to the curve and they were still doing PT in the morning. And I think like four or five days later, they're like, all right, all the soldiers go home too. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's okay to get food because I heard that it could be passed through breathing. Is that not true? Like droplets? So, so it is droplet based. That that is exactly how it's transferred. Um, and, and not necessarily breathing. So it's not like airborne. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it's not floating through the air. It, droplets can float through the air, and if someone gets it, but just me talking, like if we were standing close to each other, like you normally would, mm-hmm. uh, talking to someone, and we were speaking, you'd be fine. Okay. Even if I had it, like you, you're gonna be okay. It's when I <clears throat> cough. Okay. And these droplets come from my, my lungs because an, another misconception is that you can like drink hot water and get it out of your mouth. That That's not where the virus sits. The virus sits in your lungs and in your trachea. So if you drink hot water to try to get rid of it or drink a lot of water to try to get it and let your stomach acid soak into it, it it's, you can't drink into your trachea because you were drowned. Right. <laughs> so transferring it just by talking to someone it's not necessarily going to happen it's when they cough on their hands or they cough and they don't cover their face and then those droplets get on the food counter and then the food bag goes across it handing it to you and then that's how it would transfer over okay so right. you just taking the necessary precautions um some places are wearing masks uh okay. for the employees mm-hmm. um if you want to wear a mask that's perfectly fine uh, they're all wearing gloves. Uh, the one problem with civilians wearing gloves or just people trying to go out about in the world is that they don't understand infection control, so you're just spreading it from one place to the next. Yeah. Uh, there, a lady, she put a video on it explaining that she, she went to the store, went to like Walmart wearing gloves, and it was tracking COVID-19 potentially. So like she touched the cart, COVID-19. She then like threw out the day like ended up touching her face while wearing the gloves got in her car grabbed her steering wheel with the gloves COVID-19 went to her house took them off before she went in the house but then kissed her kid and she touched her face so then that transferred over oh yeah so if you're wearing gloves it needs to be while you're in Walmart and then take your gloves off okay but then you realize you touched all of your food stuff too so then you need to clean that when you pull it out of the bag yeah, that's why I never understood the the glove thing. I, the washing of the hands makes sense to me, but the glove thing because I saw a guy eat chips it's with the false gloves. False security. On. Yeah, it, it's just a false sense of security. It's like people that don't know how to handle a gun and they carry a gun around all the time. They just feel safe, even though in reality they're more detriment than anything. True. Um, <laughs> and, and the gloves are the same way. You're you're, you're more detrimental to everyone else around you um, because you just don't know what you're doing. And in the clinic, we're constantly practicing safe uh, cross-contamination. Okay. So every patient, I change my hands. The only thing that I reuse from patient to patient is my own face mask and the face shield that I use. 
And then even then I'm washing that off. Like my uniform every night that I get home, I'm stripping naked in my doorway and throwing it immediately into the washer. I don't walk through my house with my uniform on because I could have droplets on it. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, it, so should we all be kind of practicing? Like don't, if you go out in a place like a grocery store, you should be taking those clothes off before you not necessarily so i do that for myself because i'm coming more than likely in which i have uh, mm -hmm. come in contact with positive patients okay. okay and with the swab it makes people cough and sneeze oh. okay and so there are positive droplets around me so since i'm actually being around positive people yeah i, I do need to change my clothes as soon as i come in i wash my hands as soon as i come in my house um, I'm washing my hands throughout the day, wearing gloves and all sorts of stuff. But for normal people, if you want to be, there's, there's like a level of good, better, and best. Mm -hmm. So the best would be the crazy OCD Howie Mandel way of handling it. Okay. <laughs> which would be, you know, wash your clothes when you get home if you went to the store. It doesn't hurt. That That's fine. Um, don't be paranoid about it. Just realize that you are initiating that really high up level step of cross-contamination determined but do you really need to know uh the reality is it's an invisible enemy you can't see it you can't tell if someone has it a lot of the time even if they are presenting symptoms doesn't mean they have it they could have something else okay so you you don't know don't go through like this whole thing just thinking oh if i get it i get it screw it like take precautions but also don't freak out every time someone looks in your direction because they might have it okay so I you you brought up that um the next question was about millennials, so my people, we're, <laughs> my we're people and your blamed. people yeah we're getting blamed. It even, is that the ones oh, not Gen us? no Gen Z it was Gen, Gen Z, Z not Gen yeah. X Gen X is before us Gen Z is in front of us, it's Gen Z that that was them um even mm -hmm. though we get the blame for it. What do you say to those people that are like, you know this virus it, it won't it won't affect me and and if it does I really won't get that sick. So, yeah, it's, so it's it's not, people think that it doesn't affect younger people, even kids. They're like, oh, kids can't get it. And that was information that I was putting out uh, when it first started because that's what I was, I was reading. And I don't mean read it on Facebook. When I see something on Facebook, I go and I confirm it. And I don't just like go to Fox News. I go to WHO. I go to okay. CDC. <laughs> Um, if it's a political thing, I go to all of them. I go to the New York Times, Fox News, CNN. I, I, I create a basis of my information and then compare it together. Okay. Because I can't just trust one source. Um, Very smart. I, I try to be. Uh, it's deceiving. But these people who think that they're, you know, they're immune because they're young, you may not have super bad symptoms when you get it. And you may more than likely be okay because you're cardiovascularly in shape, you're, you know, you're young, you're healthy, but you don't know if you have something underlying that you haven't been diagnosed with that could potentially cause an issue. Okay. You could have high blood pressure or, you know, a cardiovascular disease that you don't know about. Oh. And then you get it. But the main concern should, should be yourself, but it should be of others. So those guys that went out you know, down in Florida and they're partying for spring break, a majority of them probably are okay. Mm -hmm. But when they go to the store that next day and they ended up catching it or two days later and they go to the store 
and then you know someone's little abuelita was in the back behind them mm-hmm. and touched the same counter and now she got it and she has copd and you know diabetes and then so that's going to hit her really really hard Okay. So it should be, it's a concern of spreading and not necessarily yourself that should care because myself being in the military, I'm a healthy person. I don't really have any underlying comorbidities because I get tested constantly and go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm fine and I'd probably be okay if I got symptoms. But I'm worried about my little one, my two month old little daughter, because she doesn't have those systems in place to really fight off a virus of that effect. Okay. So we can, you can get it. It's not necessarily specific to older people. Although. Oh yeah, no, everyone can get it. Okay. Oh okay. no, it, it, it doesn't discriminate between <laughs> age. Like everyone can get it just like the normal flu. Um, it's just, it's the intensity of the symptoms that no. people are saying, you know, it doesn't affect kids. No, kids are getting it. They're just having very low grade symptoms. Okay. So um, you might not say that they have it they may be walking around and you think they just have a cold yeah like you know they have a cold or they have a little bit of a cough uh you know or they have like a really low-grade fever and you're just like okay it, it, it could be anything with kids it could be you know a stomach bug it could be literally the kids are just meat sacks covered in germs that's pretty much it <laughs> Yeah, the only thing they share is germs. That, oh, yeah. The, that's, that's facts. And so <laughs> I, I, I wish that a lot of people would stop with the conspiracy theories. I mean, even if you believe it, like, have you seen anything that's like, as a healthcare professional, like, come on. like let's Oh, just... <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so I'm, I'm from Idaho, and we're a generally conservative state. And sometimes conservatives like conspiracy theories a whole lot more than others. And... My family is kind of amongst that group, and my grandfather has been <laughs> saying, you know, it's it's manufactured. This is, you know, the government. It was built in a bio lab, and the head epidemiologists across the board are like, no, we're not smart enough to create this good of a virus. <laughs> it's it's too proficient. It's it's too it's too efficient to be man-made. That was one of the biggest ones that I've seen. Um, people yeah. thinking that it was man-made, and it, it's not. I mean, yes, we have biological warfare mm-hmm. uh, companies and services throughout the military. That's not a secret, but we, we didn't manufacture this, and then it got free. Okay. <laughs> it, it came from bats. It didn't come from people. So, okay. So we 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 can let that go. So all the people out there that think they they know and they have their tenfold hats on and they <laughs> have decided that this is what this is, and even if you believe it at this point, like it's here. So let's protect ourselves from the the virus so that you don't pass it along. Oh yeah. It, and I also want to just kind of give some more information to our audience about you because you're not just, you know, an EMT. You're not just in the military. And thank you for your service, by the way. Thank you. You are also a podcast host. I, I am. I'm the host of the Underqualified and Overcompensated podcast. Oh, wow. Okay. Can you explain to our audience a little bit about what that is? What is what's your podcast about? So our podcast, Underqualified and Overcompensated, 
Uh, it's me and my other two buddies. We're also army medics. Uh, one of my buddies, Rico, we've been working together at the same place for six years. Uh, we've, we were finally separated. I'm in Fort Hood. He's down in Bliss in Texas. Uh, but we were in Germany together. We were in Utah together. And then our other co-host, Firth, he uh, was one of our soldiers. Really cool guy. We're all generally older. Rico's like 37, so he's super old. And then <laughs> <laughs> Firth is just a little bit younger than him. I'm the youngest one in the group. Um, but so we developed this podcast because the one thing that military people will know is that the conversations you get to have when you're just sitting there and doing nothing are insane. Um, okay. we will go across the board. You get a group of soldiers together, sitting there waiting to be told what to do. Um, just chain smoke in a storm. It, it the craziest shit will come out of their mouth. So <laughs> we, would, we do I would imagine. <laughs> Oh yeah, it'll it'll go from you know, would you date a woman if she ended up being a transvestite to would you eat this to political stuff, religion. I've uh, I'm a chaplain student, so I've had a lot of religious conversations with people just informationally based. Okay, and then it'll go from music, you know, which. 2000s punk rock band was the best or who hasn't seen clockwork orange i mean soldiers will go all across the board okay um, and so we kind of took that that premise in the conversation and i really wanted to do a podcast and i finally found a group of people that we could do it with and so we started doing this podcast and as of lately we're a little slow on the episodes because of the work i'm currently doing and firth is still in germany and oh, wow. Rico just moved to Fort Bliss, so he doesn't even have his stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And and with the whole lockdown stuff thing, it's kind of hard for him to get his computer. So we're we're on a slow roll. We haven't put out a steady base of videos, but um, we've tried. We try to do our best as much as we can. We're we're a slow base right now. We don't have like a mass amount of followers. Uh, it's a lot of military people, but we also have people throughout 12 different countries listening to us. Oh, wow. Um, because working in Germany, we had the chance to work with a lot of different countries. And okay. uh, then we would just plug our podcast. I would be doing a medical class with, you know, Finnish and Hungarian and Austrian soldiers. And then, you know, around the smoke pit, just having fun. and be like, hey, you should listen to my podcast. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they take it home and then it kind of spreads from there. I love it. Always be branding. <laughs> no, mm -hmm. matter, no matter where you are. Always. Yeah, you know, we're in the mud and the dirt out in the German woods training. And I'm like, hey, y'all should listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And you're, are you on all major podcasting platforms? Where can people find it? Uh, we are. So we're on uh, primarily Facebook and YouTube uh, for our videos. Okay. We'll take the videos and then we put the audio on Spotify, TuneIn, Apple Music, um, I one guy actually looked me up on a completely because you have all those little sub services mm -hmm. as I'm sure you know and so he looked me up on something that I didn't even know existed and we're on there uh, okay. so we're on SoundCloud and it just pushes it out uh, but our videos are on Facebook and YouTube as well so we put videos up um, if you like and subscribe we're just our meme game is strong and we just keep throwing up memes Okay. <laughs> different things. We we try to stay entertaining in the midst of the videos. Okay. Yeah, we we love that. We love that and I love different and I like to talk to people that that are different. Um so I'm not an atheist, but 
I believe that there's a higher power, but not really religious, um, even though I grew up Pentecostal. So mm-hmm. I love to talk to people that are different religions than than I may be. I like to talk to people different. I'm, I'm a liberal, but I like Fantastic. to talk to people who are <laughs> Republicans. We've had Donald Trump supporters on the show. Mm-hmm. It's just how we do. So we love having you here. And I would like to talk to you again in the future just about being in the military. No, that'd be great. I, I love talking about uh, my military lifestyle because that's that's really what it is. People just kind of think of it as a job, um, <laughs> and they think of us as you know these heroes, which you know a lot of people are. But yeah, you guys are heroes. But we, we are. But we're, we're more importantly, we're just normal people. True. So we're just normal people that like took a cause up and found something bigger than ourselves to join, which is great. But a lot of people kind of put this mysticism. On military people and it'll go anywhere from that we're all these super brave people or we're these jacked yoked you know corn-fed dudes and uh, I, i'm a little guy okay that's not, <laughs> i'm six feet and like 180 pounds i'm real thin okay. um, <laughs> so no arnold schwarzenegger yeah or, yeah no, no, no. I'm, I, I'm not jacked i've tried there it's not gonna happen okay. uh, i gave up on life's hope but okay. we're, we're just normal people and i like to stress that to people we we're just normal every day. All the people that are your friends that you see on a daily basis, um, it, it's the same thing. Okay. And the greatest thing about the military that I love, and we strive to take that to the podcast conversation as well, is being in the middle, but not not necessarily being in the middle, because politically I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. I believe one thing on the other side. So I kind of take it from both ends. Um, but... It's understanding because you don't get that liberty in the military to judge okay. someone on their beliefs or their faith or their sexual orientation. You don't you don't get that liberty to be judgmental and hatred because you have to rely on that person. Whether they're your infantryman or your soldier or your medic or your S1, you know, shop doing paperwork, you have to rely on that person. And so a lot of people in the military, we may have our political leanings and our religious leanings but when it comes down to it everyone wears the same suit every day and we all treat each other with a general round of respect there are assholes in the army there's a massive (laughs) amount of assholes but there's assholes everywhere yes but it's just a general realm of love and and respect and anytime you get a group of soldiers together they don't know each other they've never met each other before and it's just this massive amount of love almost instantaneously with like a group of veterans that have never seen each other. Okay. (laughs) It's a weird world. Like civilians don't really understand it. And uh, there's a reason why veterans don't really understand the civilian world anymore. Uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's great. And I I love talking about it. Uh, So I would love to be on again. Uh, One thing with the whole coronavirus before I go, if I may. Okay. Okay. to do your research, like I was saying earlier, so there's a whole lot of stuff coming up on Facebook with different ways to treat it, different ways to self-diagnose yourself, and different ways to do it, like the whole drinking the water thing. If you see someone post something, even if they say, I got this from a doctor, look into it before you start spreading it further. Because drinking the water thing, it's not detrimental. It's not going to kill anyone. They're just going to be drinking a lot of water thinking they're helping themselves. Um, it's not necessarily a positive placebo effect. It's just you're going to be spreading misinformation. There's already so much misinformation going on mm-hmm. through the news and social media. And I can't really say who's doing it more. 
Okay. <laughs> because it's kind of an equal stance. The news is, at first, they were spreading a lot of misinformation. And they've kind of come together as of lately, mm-hmm. uh, the past couple of weeks. And they're spreading some good information now. They're working with the CDC. They're not stipulating with their own opinions. Um, the only thing that news networks can't agree with is if certain governments are doing things correctly, which is their job. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. But just do do your research. If you see something and it makes sense to you, do your research. Taking a crap ton of vitamin C, not necessarily going to help right now. Okay. And the uh, chloroquine, because I think somebody took that and they got sick or, or died. So uh, I, I heard that the other day. I was on another podcast and uh, chloroquine is being, it's in malaria medicine. Okay. And it's being used to treat um, COVID-19. And I don't necessarily know how we, how the malaria medicine and that transfer over. Um, but apparently it's working to a point. Okay. And someone said, you know, someone took a bunch of chloroquine and died. Well, they probably took too much. Okay. Because chloroquine is not deadly to you. Anything's deadly if you take too much of it. The military takes chloroquine on a regular basis. Okay. <laughs> Whenever we get deployed to the Middle East or Africa, we get a cycle of chloroquine. Okay. It's Maybe something it's we've been taking since Desert Storm. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's hydrochloroquine, which I think is something that you give to animals. And they oh, they're like that. probably taking the animal version yes. of it. Yeah. Well, then they're just dumb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they're just dumb. There's people that were drinking bleach to try to wow. get rid of it. Okay. And obviously that's not going to do it. Right. Um, there are people trying to just drink isopropyl alcohol. There's 50 people in Iran that died oh from God. just drinking copious amounts of isopropyl alcohol, which will kill a virus. It's not your body. That's not how it works. Okay. <laughs> Don't think, you know, alcohol works on the outside wounds. And so it'll work on inside wounds. That's, that's not how your body works, sadly. Okay. Otherwise, alcoholics would be doing great during right. this entire <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> right. yeah. That makes very, that makes a lot of sense. So make sure you fact check it. You can just sometimes just tell by the way it, if you see that it comes from, I know what I'm talking about. Dot com. You might want to do some further digging. Just, just saying. Just saying. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that you know you're dumb. It's just it's a lot of people. We're dumb when it comes to this. People don't have a medical background like myself, and I can discern a lot of the information and kind of be like, well, that makes sense, but that's not how the body works, so that's not right. A lot of people don't have that background, so they just see it, and people want to help. It it comes out of a good place. Okay. Where they want to help and they want to be helpful. So they're like, oh, so I, this sounds so helpful. I want to help my friends, my family. And they post it out there. And then it blows up. Uh, it's the person who started it that, that the issue arises. Everyone else is just trying to help each other. So, yeah, okay. you try to be a little intelligent, research a little bit. That's like the biggest thing with anything. Uh, education is a super big thing for me. And even on our normal non-medical episodes on our podcast, we try to research as much as we can and try to be entertaining but our point is to educate to kind of bridge that gap from you know right or left uh, of a viewpoint mm-hmm. so people can be educated because if people were more educated on certain topics i feel like that would take a lot of animosity out and increase compassion which we all need more of as just a people yes and so if we could understand another viewpoint not necessarily understanding is not agreeing with it You may not agree with someone else in their viewpoints uh, or belief, but if you can understand them, 
then I think that can take a lot of the, the badness out of the world and we can all just stop being assholes to each other. That's very, very true. <laughs> well, you know, on that note, we need a little bit more compassion, do some research. But we appreciate you coming today, Rhodes. And if you want to follow him, make sure you find him on Facebook and YouTube to watch his videos and go on podcasting platforms to see if you can also find his podcast there as well. Again, thank you for coming on Millennials Anonymous. We appreciate you and you're always welcome back. Thank you very much. Peace, everyone. All right. I want to thank Mr. Rose for coming on today. He gave a lot of information to people who may not otherwise pay attention and watch the news. I've talked to a lot of young people who say they don't listen to the news. They don't like the news. And listen, we need free press without free press and without the news uh, media being able to say and report on stories about, you know, what they need to. We would be in a worse off place you don't realize how many times the media and the news and having free press has been able to change lives having the camera and putting that out there in the news for people to see i think changed the perception of how people in the north viewed the brutality that is slavery because it's one thing to tell somebody something it's another thing to show them so the news is much needed so let's not demonize the news in in this particular instance we need you to get information so that you're not anxious you do not want to walk outside and be completely which i've had this happen to somebody recently and they were completely shocked by the things that were happening because they have not been watching the news and everything on social media they assumed was fake so when they went out and they saw that they were rationing food and that they were only letting 10 people in the store at a time they were quite shocked by this so why do that to yourself i get it you got anxiety it's a lot of stuff that's going on right now that we can't control we can't control it like we, we can't control if if you get the virus we can't control how the virus will interact in your body we just don't know so things like that causes anxiety but what de-escalates that anxiety is having the power of knowledge so at least if you can't stop the virus you know how to protect yourself you know you should be washing your hands you know you should be wearing a mask or it's suggested that you wear a mask you know that those masks are not created equal so that you're not going out there with a false sense of security you know that if you're wearing gloves you shouldn't just be touching your face if you're going to touch the items on the shelf and you're going to touch the stuff in your pocket you might as well not wear gloves at all so that's just kind of how it kind of how those things work you you when you get more information you're able to process it better and you can prepare better so that's what this show was supposed to be for we want people to know that you should stay in the house this is why you should stay in the house this is why this is important and just because you're young doesn't mean you can't get it because you could be walking around with high blood pressure and not know it unless your blood pressure is super high you do not feel that you have high blood pressure you can't feel it so you could be walking around and people who have high blood pressure, that's an underlying medical condition. It's you are really at risk because of the ACE receptors in your lungs. So if you get pneumonia or you get something else, you're going to have a worse reaction to this virus because of that. And so you don't want to be walking around thinking you're healthy and you're not because just because you're skinny doesn't mean that you can't have high blood pressure or just because you're you think you in shape doesn't mean you can't have high blood pressure. So you need to make sure that you are staying home and you're also protecting other people that already have underlying medical conditions. It's not just about you. It's about the community as a whole.
because if you make everybody sick and you don't only one well you still can't thrive i'm just saying so let's just try to keep everybody well so if you don't have to go out don't that's all i'm saying this is what this podcast was supposed to be about i want to give a big shout out to patrick whitney again for sending over this delicious bottle of one rock vodka remember if you're under the age of 21 i'm not talking to you okay you're probably not listening to this anyway but if you are i'm not talking to you you've got to be 21 years old in order to order this but it was amazing it's absolutely delicious i highly recommend you go out and try some one rock vodka if you get a chance my dear and my sirs because it was pretty good you know for a person that can't really drink too much because i'm a lightweight it was pretty good and i also want to give a big shout out to my brunch and crew so big shout out to them i just talked to them earlier today we just finished recording with that it was so much fun like i said go make sure you like and subscribe if you haven't already and you can follow us at www.millennials.us so if you are not sure what's coming on like when are you airing well, you know what's happening go to millennials.us and so you can find those things out you can see shows that are coming up you can find and reach out you can send questions you can send suggestions all of that so we want you to reach out to us and like and subscribe to us on all major podcasting platforms so if you're not liked and subscribed on facebook make sure you are if you're not liked and subscribed on instagram make sure you are if you're not liked and subscribed on twitter make sure you are so those are just things that i want to make you aware of and it's just you know how to find us we're pretty easy to find it's just millennials and you gotta put a z on it anonymous on all of those platforms across the board so make sure that you know Make sure that you follow it. Make sure that you know and where all of our shows are and any new shows that may or may not be coming. So make sure you do that as well. And next week, we're actually going to be talking to the guru himself. He is a reformed knucklehead and we're going to be talking to him about that. So ladies, if you have a knucklehead or you know a knucklehead, we're going to be talking about how guys kind of reform themselves, get themselves together. Are they going to get themselves together? Is it just a dream? How does one go from being this knucklehead to now being married and happily married with children and all of that stuff? What do you need to look out for? Like we're going to talk to him about all of that. He has a book and a podcast out so um the knucklehead chronicle so you can go and listen to that he he's really a good storyteller so make sure that you go and find him on all major platforms as well so we're gonna have a lot of stuff coming up so you gotta make sure that you're tuned in locked and loaded shout out to wpir 98.4 fm for rocking with us and also we will be coming to wrdr soon too we're already on there for brunching but we're also going to be bringing millennials to wrdr so make sure that you are locked and loaded because we we got a lot of fire coming and we have another platform that we will be going on as well i'll let you know more about that platform when i get some more information because so like girl but anyway thank you for tuning in to wpir 98.4 or whatever platform you're listening to this on. We love you all. We've been getting a lot of positive feedback lately. So it warms my heart. I guess you guys are home and you're like, let me let me tune into this bitch. So I like it. Thank you. And we will be back again at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WRDR. And every Monday we will release a new episode on all major podcasting platforms. So listen. Bye.